Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So today's topic is to dwell. Where do you live? To dwell. And what we're going to do is we're going to explore several scriptures around the word dwell or what it means to dwell. And as we unpack this concept of dwelling and to dwell, I would, as always, I would encourage you to do your research and study because it's always fascinating to find out a little more about some of these things that we just kind of take for granted and terms and words and things like that we may take for granted and we think we know. So uh, the, the word dwell, as we know, means to live somewhere, to remain for a time, or to even to continue thinking, writing, or speaking about a particular point, like dwelling on a conversation that you had, even though the conversation is over, but you keep dwelling on it, and you thought, man, I should have said that, or man... That's what I meant to say. Or did they just really crack on me? <laughs> so you dwell there, right? Um, but the Hebrew word lagur means to reside. And colloquial Hebrew, the word is lishkan, meaning to dwell. And depending on the the Bible translation that you use, the term secret place may come up as you look for that term to dwell. It's in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. It, may, it will probably show up several times as um, another word, secret place, another term, secret place. So some translations use the word shelter, covering, or dwelling rather than secret place. In the Old Testament, the term secret place comes from the Hebrew root word sether, and that's C-E-T-H-E-R, which means to hide or to be concealed. The word translated dwelling place in the original Hebrew, Hebrew language also means refuge, shelter from danger or, or hardship or habitation. And although a secret place can refer to a physical location, it most often refers to a state of one's soul in its relationship with God. In fact, Psalms 27 and 5 says, For the day, for in the day of trouble, he will conceal me in his tabernacle. In the secret place of his tent, he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock. So here the psalmist is not necessarily referring to an actual tabernacle or tent in which he will hide from the physical enemies. He's speaking of the state, a state of peace, which God gives in the midst of trials and tribulations. The house of the Lord is also referred to as the dwelling place, as in the tabernacle, the temple, or the place of worship as referred to in uh, Psalms 23.6. I told you I was going to give you a lot of scriptures. If I didn't tell you, well, I'm going to give you a lot of scriptures. So in Psalms 23.6, the phrase refers explicitly to a dwelling place, um, a dwelling house, palace, or local residence 
of a deity. But be, and because David had a close relationship with the Lord, and he pictured himself as a permanent resident in God's house and being in the presence of God, that meant a lot to David. And that's why he said in Psalms 23 and 6, he said, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, he also says in Psalms 27, 4, one thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. David looked forward to the intimacy and the never-ending fellowship of dwelling in the house of the Lord forever. And so in Psalms 91, we see also an illustration of the value of a secret place. It says, he that dwells in the secret, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I remember when I was a little girl, I would always create this little hiding place, this little secret place. And like I didn't like trees, so I didn't have a tree house or anything like that. But I had um, in our house, there was a back room. And so I would always create this little nook in the room and I would take metal table trays. We had like three of these metal table trays. Then I would stand two of them next to each other and the other one I would put on on the side or it would I would create like a little door, if you will. So I would lay it on its side to create this little door where you would have to knock and come in. Then I would take this <clears throat> blanket and cover cover it all up so that it would be nice and cozy and dark uh, in there. And so I would go in this little this little cozy little space in the in one of one of it was our um, utility room, and I would create this cozy little space for me and my dolls or my little imaginary friends, right? <laughs> and I would crawl in there. I would spend hours and hours and just play by myself, me and my little imaginary friends. And on uh, special occasions, I might invite a friend of mine, of one of my best friends, and then when I got tired of them, I would just tell them to go home because I got issues, okay? Anyway, anyway, I had this secret place. This was, you know, a little place that I would go and I could just be myself and I could just do, you know, whatever I wanted to because it was my secret little place. And we, I, I'm sure that we've all had this little secret place that they like to just go and hide and, and, and just, you know, be yourself. So the picture that David is painting in Psalms 91, is that God has a secret hiding place, and he invites us all to hang out and join him, not to visit, but to dwell, meaning we go to live there, right? It's a place that becomes our address, a place where we can be quiet, quiet our hearts before before him, a place where we can allow him to investigate our inner, those inner recesses in our heart where no one else 
can see, a place that implies honesty and trust, a place where we, we must be willing to be transparent and honest with him, a secret place to dwell in the house of the Lord forever suggests also living with an attitude and a heart that is expressed in constant praise and worship, a secret place, a, a dwelling place. And David says in Psalms 31, 34 and 1, he says, I will praise the Lord at all times, meaning living with an attitude of praise and worship, right? A heart that is expressed in constant praise and worship. Again, it says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly seek or speak his praises. Another psalmist declared, what a joy, what joy for those who can live in your house, always singing your praises. There's just so many ways here that we see this dwelling place, this secret place um, that God has for us, right? In Psalms 90 and 1, it says, Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. That was a prayer of Moses who spent 40 years um, wandering in the wilderness, right? And so you can see that there are, there's so many different ways that, that a secret place is viewed in this scripture. So what about you? Do you need a place of refuge, a secret place, where you can go and hide out and hang, hang out with the Lord? Well, Psalms 91, 9 and 10 says, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall me, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, my refuge. What about a hiding place? Psalms 32 and 7 says, Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. What about a strong habitation? Psalm 71 and 3 says, Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Where do you live? Where is your place of refuge? Where is your hiding place? I hope you've been encouraged. I hope that today's wisdom has inspired you. I hope that you go and seek God for yourself, seek scriptures for yourself. He is a hiding place. He, he is a dwelling place, a place that you can dwell and be yourself. So, ah, it has definitely ministered to me, and it just brings about a, um, a comfort and a peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding when I go to that dwelling place. That's where I live. I hope you have a, a secret dwelling place too.
So have you been encouraged? Did today's wisdom inspire you? That's always our prayer. Remember to always go to Wisdom Inspired to find the links to the platforms where you can listen to the previous episodes, subscribe, and please leave us a review. Lastly, if you'd like to know more about our virtual co-working and collaborating community and how you can benefit from the resources and transformational coaching, send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line next time. Same time, same place, same station with more Wisdom Inspired. Have a wildly productive day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.